your boy HB, and you are listening to the Be All In podcast. Make sure you keep balling. Uh, we're broadcasting from Green Bay, Wisconsin, at the workshop basketball training facility. Let's get into this, man. Uh, episode one is here. A lot of things been on my mind lately as we approach uh, the AAU basketball season. Um, as some of you know, we'll, and we'll get into those things as we as we move forward in our journey together. Um, I'm an AAU coach. I run an AAU program. Uh, I'm also a, a tenure. Uh, retired basketball player and uh, my full-time job is I'm a I'm a I'm a basketball trainer uh, built a facility aka the workshop <clears throat> and uh, I have a lot of unique players and and parents and kids that come through my doors daily and uh, there's one thing that's been weighing on me heavily, heavily, the last few months as I as I um, play good cop, bad cop for all the bad high school coaches that are out there, right? I, I'm on uh, I'm on season confidence uh, patrol all year. <clears throat> but the one thing that that has just really, really been out there a lot, the the energy out there a lot has been the cool guy, right? Or the cool girl. And I've been seeing a lot lately with, with players and it's like the game's got no room for that shit. Excuse my language. <laughs> so you get that player that, you know, they walk in the gym, they got the swag or their head's either up or they're down and they're acting too cool. And those are the same dudes or same girls that are soft as can be, right? And it's it's because they're hiding something, right? And I'm just, oh, I'm, I'm so sick of it as we get ready to enter AAU. And, and unfortunately, I have to, I, there are some kids like that that I will have to coach that will be in our program, right? Um, <clears throat> you're the same kids that, that don't walk it like they talk it, okay? Um, those are the same kids that they got a million excuses. Their parents have a million excuses. The kid doesn't quite understand the process. The parents don't quite understand the pro process. Their friends don't quite understand the process, right? And the process is, is you got to grind, you got to work, right? And those are the same kids that skip steps. Those are the same kids that have inconsistencies and, and major flaws in their game, Right, the ones that are that are the super cool ones, and a lot of times they're super uncoachable. I wouldn't say super uncoachable. Let me take that back. But they can be uncoach uncoachable. They can be hard to reach. Right. And my advice for for coaches out there that that have to deal with that is, just like we tell our our players, gotta stay the course. Trust your process. Stay on them because they're missing something. Right. They got some insecurities about them that nobody knows they're afraid to fail and nobody's ever pointed that out to them from an early age and an early stage let me say that again from an early age and an early stage right <clears throat> um they've been told that they're this that and the other they they got the wrong people in their camp maybe not the wrong people but they got people that don't understand in their camp um 
so I coach some kids that they really, really, really need a lesson in this, right? About toughness, right? Competitors don't care about being cool. They're tough. So that's, that's the first thing, right? Who gives a shit about how cool you are? How tough are you? Are you going to dive on the floor? Are you going to always have an excuse not to, to practice or play, right? And what's your competitive stamina like? Are you, are you all hyped and big talk in the beginning? Because that's normally what I see with the cool kids is all those things they don't add up and those kids don't check those boxes that I just listed. Right. <clears throat> um, got a kid who, who played for me, really good kid, scholarship player. Um, and recently we've been having conversations about consistency, right. And doing the hard things, the little things that add up, um, that amount to big things. Right. Um, <clears throat> When you're a grinder, when you're not afraid, you will always do all those little things that add up to the big things. You also understand that you have to be great at those little things to be really good at the big things, right? Let me give you an example of doing hard things. Are you getting to the basket in the thick of all the competition? Are you getting to the basket in the thick of it when the storm is really heavy? Are you drawing fouls? Because if you're not, then that means you're doing easy things. You're taking an easy way out. And this is really directed to these players out here. And for my parents that are listening, ask yourself, does your kid check these boxes? But you got to be honest with yourself when you're asking, right? You have to be honest with yourself. In the thick of the storm, and I'm talking about um, second quarter or end of the first half and it's 45-45 or 35-35 is the score. Are, are they producing when it matters? Are they getting to the basket? Are they getting to the line? Are they getting deflections? Are they locking up? Are they clamping up? See what I'm saying? And that also has a, has a plan, what I, what I call competitive stamina. And we can get into that another time, Right. So do they check that box? Are they doing the little things? Are they rebounding? Right? Um, people talk about uh, Russ Westbrook and, and, and stat padding and all those things like, oh, man, he's uh, triple doubles and da-da-da-da-da. I don't see Russ doing that in the thick of the storm that often. Yeah, okay, you're on a defensive rebound at the at the free throw line. Okay, yeah. But are you doing that when you need that big board? Are you getting an old rebound when you need that that score, right? When you're not putting points on the board and you're having a tough time, what are you doing to generate value to your team in that storm? Because rebounding, that's a that that's an easy one, right? That's something you can control, but that's also a tough thing to do, 
right? And those are the those are the players that get it that that they're not trying to be out there being cute. They're not stuck on the perimeter, right? Um, so are you rebounding, right? Are you getting to the basket? Are you getting fouls, right? And then the other thing is is are you are you locking up? Are you defending? Now, all three of those things are things that you can control, right? Um, are you locking up? Are you making sure that your man's not not getting the best of you? Are you winning your battle? And those are tough things. Those are hard things to do. Are you boxing out? Right? Are you getting? Are you finishing those plays with rebounds? But I want to. I want to. I want to rewind a little bit and, and really talk about defending and winning your matchup. <clears throat> Um, some people are, oh, but I scored 30 on him. I don't want to hear that. I want to know, did you win your matchup? Did you lock your guy up? Did you hold them under their average or did you make them work for everything they had? And did you win your matchup that in result won your team's matchup? won your team a game. Those are the hard things that the cool guys are not doing. And they're not talking about either. And the guys that are that really walk it like they talk it, they're doing those things 100%. Night in and night out, they're winning their matchup. You do have you you've got the occasional player boys and girls, men and women, that they can win their matchup all night long from from scoring because they're just automatic buckets. And there, there is a small percentage of people in the world that can just flat-out score, period. Jamal Crawford, Allen Iverson. Like, these dudes will just wake up. They could be out all night doing what they do, and they're going to wake up and give you what you're looking for. KD, purest scoring the basketball. They just, it's what they do. Right? <clears throat> um, the guys that I see struggling the most are the guys that are the cool guys and they have the inconsistencies. Right? Not only are they having inconsistencies in the thick of tough games, but they just have inconsistencies in their work ethic in general, right? Their preparation. Their preparation is inconsistent, right? They they have a lot of excuses, right? And they're the guys when, when like, let's say there's five people in the gym, they're all working out, you're doing a drill, and they're the guys when they're missing shots, and they're like, Come on, man, I'm better than that. Oh, come on. It's like, bro, anybody that's been really tried and has really gone through this understands that some days are just those bad days and you work through it. And it's like you're saying that to prove to everybody that you're good. (laughs) And that's your way out of it. It's like, no, 
This happens to everybody at every level. You work through it. You, you don't have to convince anybody of how good you are. When you, A, know you're good, and B, you're tested already. You're proven. See what I'm saying? So, like I said, I'm a trainer, and I'll get four or five kids in the gym. And there's always that one kid that's struggling in the, in the drill, and they give up. And I hear the whole time, oh, come on, man. Oh, this is like the worst shooting day I've, I've ever had. What? You ain't doing it enough if you ain't had a lot of these days, period. <laughs> You're not doing it enough if you haven't had a really bad day like this. And you know already not to make excuses because these days happen. You're just trying to you're just trying to convince everybody else. Hey, I really do this. See what I'm saying? <laughs> I pay close attention to all these things. And the players that really do do it, they might be say a curse word. Come on, HB. But they're, they're steadily working through it. They're steadily working through it. Their body language stays intact. Their work, their pace, I'm sorry, their pace stays intact. Right? Their mental stays intact. They just continue to work through it, work through it, work through it, work through it. Because they understand it's another day at the office. And some days those days at the office are bad days. But the cool guy does not think like that. His job is to convince you that he's got the juice and he don't. See what I'm saying? Um, another thing is another way to, 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 to see these things is when they're in a game, right? Or, or better yet, let me, let me rewind what they talk to, what they talk about to their buddies. Okay? So, there's a lot of capping going on in them conversations. And I always say this. My biggest thing is like, hey, yo, why don't you just focus on you, be great at your level. Be great at your level. So, like, I step in a gym the other day and I'm watching a player. And a dude I never met in my life. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm talking about the kid. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, that's so-and-so. And he's got, like, multiple Division One offers or an interest, but he chose to go here. And I'm like, what? Who wouldn't want to play at the highest level possible? Like, why else are we doing it? So then their other job is outside of the arena is to convince people of their worth. <laughs> those people don't last long if you can't be real and true with yourself you will not last long when it's time for the next level period tell it like it is I uh, I have close relationships with the kids that I train and that I work with and and really for me right now it's about truly enjoying the process um, and it's about guiding them through their process and 
being along for their journey and their ride. And, and that's what makes me most happy about this is that I get to be a part of these kids process and, and be along for the ride in their journey. And if I can help guide them in any way, like that's what I'm going to do, but I can't help guide you when you're, when you lie to yourself, right? <clears throat> So that's the that's the second thing about the the guys that don't really walk it like they talk it, right? Um, they they cap a lot, they lie a lot, they try to get everybody else to convince them of their worth, or or they try to convince everybody else of their worth. I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> so like, there's this dude out here in in, in Wisconsin where we live, and. Um, I'm not going to say any names, but his kid was highly recruited or whatnot, I, I, I guess. And uh, a lot of people was at this young guy's neck, like really at his neck. Um, and he's supposed to be, you know, ranked this, ranked that, this, that, and the other. And every single time I've seen this kid play, he legitimately is getting lit up, really lit up. And so the other part about this, this false confidence in this, in this, uh, this cool guy, this cool guy, uh, I don't know the word I want to use, uh, act is you also have other people that are, that are vouching for you, right? And that sometimes can be creating these, these, these false uh, falsenesses about what you are and who you are, right? Like a hype man or something. And what happens is, is that Lord, that, that doesn't last long because you find, you get exposed eventually. They get exposed eventually. So this dude's dad's got him, oh, you know, tweeting like crazy, all the things, me and some buddies, we, we can't stand it because we talk about it. We used to talk about it a lot. Um, but literally, every player in his class is at him. Every teammate he's got is at him because this kid is like the next best thing. He's going to the NBA. That's what they say. That's what they're, they've led people to believe. But it ain't adding up. Like it's not adding up on the court. And I just I don't understand why why do that. See it for what it is. Work on your game. And if that's who you are and that's what it is, then it's gonna be that. Period. <clears throat> yeah, man. Um, we're gonna wrap it up right there. I just want to give y'all a little food for thought, something to think about, especially all you cool guys out there hooping, um, really worrying about your hair, what you look like, what shoes you're wearing, right? Um, the tweets, the highlights, like, that don't mean shit, dog. Excuse my language. It doesn't. Not unless you really walk in like you talk it. And there's a couple... There's a couple people out there, a lot of a lot of kids that I deal with, that I train, that really walk it like they talk it. Um, and I I I really truly try my hardest to instill that in them. Like we're not dodging no smoke. Period. If Steph Curry walk out on the court, 
it's just it's a L or a W. <laughs> it's a L or a W. And we like Super Saiyans out here, dog. Every L we take, we're gonna get stronger. That's that's our focus. And, and we're gonna get stronger because our focus is getting better. We're not worried about no outside noise, dog, because the outside noise don't get it done for you, young bucks, dog. It don't get it done for you. A ranking don't mean shit. Let me say that again. A ranking don't mean shit. Because I done seen some of the best dudes slayed, get laid down by regular dudes that they not here for the cameras. <laughs> hey, they not here for the cameras. But, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you guys go. I appreciate appreciate y'all for tuning in. Um, our next episode, I got a special guest coming on. Uh, my boy Jackson Pav from Kimberly High School, committed to Wofford. He really walks it like he talks it, and I'm excited to have him on to be the first guest on the Be All In podcast because he he's always balling for real. Um, mentally, physically, right? He not out here trying to be cool. His game speaks for it. True grinder, man. Purist with it. Um. So yeah, Pab's coming on next. Um, I appreciate y'all for listening. And remember, keep balling. <laughs>